Foreigners, two languages, one unexpected conversation. Welcome to No Prep Talk. With you today, Romeo, Joanna, and Priscilla. And speaking of multiple individual conversations, something, nothing, nothing to do. Um, <laughs> I, I had a different idea to bring up today, which is more of a question that I've been pondering for the past weeks or so. So instead of, uh, I think we've, we've approached a lot of heavy topics um, and we try different formats. So today I think it's probably a little lighter and it's a little bit more selfish in the sense that it might be clear for you guys what the answer is or the reasons why, but it's not so clear to me. So I think what I'll get out of it today is more your thoughts on the matter that I'm going to bring up uh, rather than um, like a three-way discussion. So I'll just start by saying a little bit about the theme. Um, I've been recently, I guess, thinking about the idea of having, owning a, a pet, a dog. I think it would be It'd be a really cool idea, something I've been entertaining, but logistically is not feasible. But what that led to is I've been watching a lot of videos of rescue dogs. And there's there's a few charities or organizations that um, they hear that a dog has been abandoned or has been left somewhere or is in danger. And then they go out to that place and they rescue the dog. Uh, and then nowadays on YouTube, you can find the videos that kind of portray the whole thing from the moment they get rescued to, so to when they get you to the vet and then when they actually get adopted. So the, what they call, I think they call it something like forever family. So there's a process in place and I mostly watch videos from the US. So I don't know the magnitude of this movement of taking care of, of dogs or, or, or pets in a general, more generic way. So where am I leading to with this? I think this, there seems to be a consensus or at least the majority of people that would be against animal cruelty. That would be against, you know, having street dogs, seeing a dog on the street and allowing that to continue. So I think it, it bonds us in, in the sense that we, we do care for animals in a way that we would, it would trigger an action. We would adopt one. There are people adopting dogs and, when you talk about rescue dogs, they can have a lot of problems because they've been mistreated or they have a ter terrible past. So this is the intro. So my question about this is, this sort of trigger, this sort of um, call to action to take care of, the, of these animals that are abandoned, why doesn't it happen more when it comes to people? So for example, homeless. What is it about, um, this immediate sense of let's help the dog, let's bring it home despite its problems that happens. So I'm not going to say it's, it's easy, but it seems to be easier than you would do for someone that you pass on the street. Hmm. Take it away. <laughs> Interesting. That is a very good question. I've never is. thought about that myself. I actually think that I, I mentioned something about this a couple of days ago, like randomly, not, not as specific, not, not uh, let's dig into it, but just um, the acknowledgement of, of that. 
Um, Joana, you're the only one with a pet uh, right here. Apart from, I, I, I think I have a couple of spiders somewhere, but <laughs> apart from that, I think, I think you're the, the expert in pets. Do you want to fire away? Yeah, well, in pets, but not in people. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a really good question. Um, so it's, it's in a way, in a way, it's sad that we don't care about people as much as we do about animals. Uh, like I love, I love animals. Um, I would be a host for an animal like a dog on, on, from the street. And uh, I, I would do that myself. I, th I thought about it many times actually before, but I've just, I just never, I have to be honest, I just never cared about homeless people as much. It's, which is sad and a bit unfair. And um, because we probably should care a bit more about, uh, you know, people because, you never know someday you might need help you might you know uh life is weird and cruel sometimes you might end up in the streets and you might need help from other people so um yeah so but i think the, the reasons why we might not care about people as much as we care about animals is maybe because we don't trust people as much you know um let's say if i wanted to bring someone from the streets into my house like i would do it if i i was 100 percent sure that the person would have only good intentions do you know do you know what i mean i mean it's a weird concept to bring someone from the streets to your own house because it's a complete stranger. You know, you might you might put yourself in danger. You might put your family in danger. Um, so that that's one reason. Another reason is because I think I think people tend to uh, pity more the animals because they are more helpless than humans because humans have even though they are in very poor conditions living in the streets they can always ask for help while animal animals can't even ask for help so i think i tend to pity more animals because of that too so i don't know what's what's your opinion on this romeo well um I think this is a super complex issue. It's very complex, yes. It is. Um, well, the first thing that I would say is, uh, I think the same as with uh, confrontation with death or confrontation with uh, areas of society that are less um, comfortable for, for us. I, I don't think people like to be confronted with failure. Uh, or uh, to be confronted with uh, other people's to see uh, happiness. It's like, it's the reason why we go for, for those movies that have a, a nice ending. It's the reason why they make the nice endings in, in movies. It's just people don't want to feel bad. And, uh, and, and I think that's, that's the main thing here. Uh, I think uh, people don't 
people in general are not um, prepared to acknowledge fully other people's suffering. And every now and then people do get a bit of a sense of, uh, yes, there is misery in the world. And I'm just going to put it like general like that. Uh, every now and then they have some sort of a wake up call and for a couple of weeks they send money to uh, institutions and, and so on to, to try to make it happen that those people that are suffering have less suffering or so. Uh, I'm talking about migrants, I'm talking about uh, poor people in, in undeveloped uh, countries. Um, but at the same time, we do have them in our cities. And I think that for the most part, people just don't want to deal with it. So they look away. So I think this is, this is the main factor why you, you have with animals sometimes a, a big uh, movement towards um, um, facilitating, you know, support, uh, opening houses for them to have where to live, but not as much with people. But uh, I wouldn't say this is entirely true because uh, there is a lot of help being given to, to homeless people. Uh, the institutions that do that are different. Uh, when we're talking about uh, animals, we normally talk about uh, nonprofit organizations that do stuff. But when we talk about people, we're talking about the government, we're talking about the city hall, we're talking about uh, um, all sorts of different NGOs or, or, or sometimes nonprofits as well that uh, make uh, food for people, that uh, build homes for, for, for people, that uh, in general give extra money to, to people so that they don't end up in the street. And if by any chance they do end up in the street, um, there are public houses where people can spend the night instead of just going to, to I don't know, some bridge or something. So there is a lot being done. Uh, it is almost uh, guaranteed for us uh, that it happens, so we don't think about it. And at the same time, when we see things happening for animals, we go like, oh, okay, now people are moving towards uh, helping animals, but not so much for people. And I would say, finally, there's, there's, uh, there are people that, without being part of any sort of uh, institution or, or without being employed by uh, any social work or, or anything, still help. Like I, I have a good friend from university uh, living in Porto, uh, outside of Porto, uh, he knows every homeless person, and I'm 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 serious about this. Every homeless person in the Porto area, and Porto is fairly large. It's it's one and a half million, one and one million seven hundred thousand people. Like it's 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 a city, and he knows all homeless people by name. He has a, a notebook. He's driving around. He knows where, where they are. If by any chance one of them isn't there, uh, he asks around to his usual places. Every time that he's with them, he updates his little notebook in which he has that, that sort of information, you know, a couple of details. How's your sister? And have you been treating yourself? Are you still drinking? You know, people do care. 
but it's less visible and because again people don't want to be confronted with with failure of other people or failure of society in general because having homeless people means that the society isn't working well and i'm sure that like a percentage of the population blames blames them for their own failures because i've i've heard people before saying oh you know you should get a job and your life will be better uh i mean but how, how can you get a job if you don't have a house but yeah but i know that yeah. some people do blame them for for their living conditions which is very unfair yeah i think the 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 way you you start talking about it it can actually be a very complex or convoluted topic so th that's why the way i tried to frame it was just to question or to challenge or understand better what's the difference in our reaction as individuals and not so much what is the solution because one of the things i definitely need not only do i have any data nor do i have an opinion is the support level available both for homeless and for uh, for dogs and for street animals because you know depends on the country depends on the support on each government so and so on and so on i think what triggered the question in my on my mind is putting that aside is when we when i watch a video of a dog being rescued and, and i see oh this is great and then everybody around that area suddenly comes and helps them rescue the dog and then they take it to the vet and then there's a family that goes eat gets a dog and, and the dog is lives happily ever after so to speak so i was thinking how why don't i see this exact same process even in my attitude when i see a person why don't i translate the same process even if no one else is doing it why don't i see it the same way and i think you touched on you both touched on a very interesting uh, points one of them is the trust part like well you know this person could be and then insert adjective in here obviously uh, but that also, if you want, and I think the discussion is interesting if we detach from any judgment. So whatever we say, it's that we care less or more. Um, dogs can't be trusted either. And I would argue can't even more be distrusted because they don't speak and they don't know the reality that we do. They don't have the same level of consciousness and so on. So if I want to be honest with myself, that one, I still haven't, I can't use it for myself. The other one that is uh, very interesting is coping with others' misery. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a stark reminder of how bad one's life can turn. And you, you want to stay away from that. That's why they become visible to us every day, because you, you don't want to get that reminder every day. But that's still, when you put that on a scale where you have those reasons, but on the other side, you have the value of a human life and and we've all probably seen or heard of people that struggled and became homeless and then turned around and became Olympic athletes or something like along those lines. This is possible. The possibilities of, of a human life are much broader and intrinsically are more valuable, I'm gonna assume, than an animal's life. And this could be a topic for another debate, but intrinsically we might agree on that. So why is it that we're not you know, the first thought that comes to mind or the first feeling, it's still not, oh, I mean, we can, we can do something. I can bring this person home and give them a place for two nights and feed them. No, we are at that point, and when I say we, mostly me, is 
oh no, I need to rationalize. So I don't know. It could be unsafe. I don't know what disease this person has. So I'll become very rational. But when I see an animal, then that is completely out of the window. And then it becomes a much more emotional thing. And then I'll just let myself, oh yeah, I'll rescue this dog, bring it home. And you see that there's a difference of attitude coming from different places. And rationally speaking, it should be the other way around, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually, you got me thinking <laughs> of, uh, of, of my week. Uh, less than a week ago, um, on the weekend, I went to I went to a commercial area, um, a supermarket, a big supermarket was there, but then a few other shops, and and there was a cat, and uh, the cat was weak, uh, visibly, and uh, the cat was clearly looking around in desperation for food. And um, I went uh, myself and, and, and my girlfriend, we, we, we grabbed something, anything that we had food to feed the cat. And, and it, was a tr it was true that the cat was uh, desperate. And it was, even though he did not like the food, uh, he actually uh, ate almost everything. And um, fortunately, he stopped just in front of a, of a shop that uh, sold uh, food for animals. And three girls were, were working there and they came out and they started giving the cat more and more food. And eventually uh, uh, calling the cat into the, to the shop so that they could tear, take care of, of the cat for a couple of uh, days until they found whoever or take it to the institution. Now that happened uh, less than a week ago. Yesterday um, at nighttime, there was a guy coming to me asking for money. And I didn't even look at his face, to be honest. Um, and it may, so you, you're asking, what is the reaction uh, in us? Um, I think partly we assume that they can do better. We assume that if they're asking for money, if they're out in the street at nighttime, we assume uh, you're not trying enough. We assume they want money because they 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 have vices. They 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 they're on drugs or they're um, so. We already have this sort of approach that you you just look away. It's just it, it's an automatic no. Um, again, this is me, but there are people that that there are not like that. Uh, and I think, for instance, in Ireland, it's, it's quite a thing. People try to be charitable. Uh, I've seen more people handing out money to, to beggars uh, in Ireland than I've ever seen anywhere in the world. Um, so what I would say is people are, because people have a will, I think because people can make things happen for them. Uh, we just assume that if they if they didn't, it's because they don't want to or something, or, and and we just we we assume there's something wrong with them, um, and that doesn't happen for animals. Uh, we just assume that uh, uh, they're helpless, even though you know, like for instance, a cat. Uh, cats are hunters. <laughs> 
So, so it shouldn't be that much of a problem. A, a person is not a hunter. A person needs money to, to survive. A cat just can eat mice or something, you know, can eventually get into nature and, and, and stuff. So, so I, I think that's, that's the main thing, really. Um, I'm also we, that, like, we look well, away. So let's say <clears throat> those people, they uh, need profound uh, changes in their life in order to, you know, make, make a difference and make a better life for, for themselves. So I'm also wondering, also because I might think this way as well. So if I'm offering a person a place to uh, sleep one night a week, I might think, am I really helping this person? I, I probably am because it's better to, you know, sleep on the streets five or six days a week than seven, let's say. So, but I think people, I think people also might think this way, you know, like, I'm, I'm, am I actually helping this person just, you know, giving it, giving him uh, uh, a place to sleep one night or uh, a, me a meal one day a week or uh, on a random day or maybe even some change randomly, you know? So I think, I think people might refrain from helping because of that too. It's but an interesting point. Then. When because when you're helping an animal, you are actually helping the animal you know, to grow healthy, finding them a forever home. So it's a big, you know, life uh, change for the animal. Whereas it's, when it's a human, are you really helping that person if you're, if you're, you know, open your house for one night and you let the person in to sleep in the couch or whatever? Do you, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, would you give a dog uh, a room for a night? Because we need to compare the same thing, right? We can't compare yeah. giving a dog a, ha a home and forever home and versus one night for a home. That's the thing. If I'm, if I'm bringing a home into my house, I'm going to do the best that I can to give the dog a happier life, you know? Whereas if it, if it was a human, all I can do for that person is letting him sleep on my couch for one night, you know? But you can do, you can do the same for the dog, just for one night. I could, but I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. If I make- I, I know that, I know that. decision to bring the dog home, I would probably help it in, in a bigger way because it's possible. So how do you do that with a person? How do you make all those life changes in a person? Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think you touched on, on the crux of it is when we think about a human, suddenly the criteria changes. So when we think about the human is like, oh my God, it's either, either we change their lives or anything shorter than that, it's not worth it. But when it's a dog, it, one night, no, no, that's too little. Let's change the dog's life. And I think the, and this is, is an observation, like we, I think most of us probably approach it that way, me, myself included. 
I think what one one thing that could help that or change the way we see it is if we think of a multiplier, which is if you if you or I if you give the the, the homeless person a shelter for a night and I give that homeless person a shelter for a night and Romeo does the same, and if we're in the same neighborhood, suddenly we can give two weeks of shelter to a person. And obviously, logistically, it's complicated, so on. But I'm just saying, if we add on top of the sense of community and the kind of the the good deed being multiplied, then suddenly those two weeks can provide that person some space, some cognitive bandwidth to think about what comes next. And obviously it needs support from the government, from other charities and so on. But I think what's interesting comfortable and easily convinced to take care of a dog for one night than one person. But if I think about it, and I think what that person potentially could achieve, what that person probably has been through, and how much it has been affected by drugs and alcohol and, and abusive relationships and uh, childhood and so on, so much more that I probably I can relate to than a dog's life, then I'm not being honest with myself in terms of, of, being, um, of having different treatments for both. So I think that's that's part of the conversation and that that's part of what I'm trying to challenge, which doesn't mean I, I know the solution because it's complicated to do that. Yeah, I can't, complex. but it, it should start with, with more awareness from me. Especially in Dublin, you, you will see uh, more and more young people on living on the streets. People who just, they are not drug addicts. They are not, you know, they yeah. have a family they have, but they, just became homeless because of the housing crisis that it's uh, present in Dublin at the moment. Um, and you well, know, some of them that... are people are uh, people like you and me who, who have degrees and capacity to to have nice and stable jobs, but they they don't because they can't afford uh, paying rent. Expectations of a person and those of a dog or a cat. We cannot compare. Uh, the the requirements for comfort uh, of a person versus uh, a pet uh, clearly uh, when we take in somebody we're minding that person to a degree that we we can only uh, mind a child or a baby that's that's uh, that that's the possible comparison really so if we say uh, uh, that uh, adopting a child is similar to taking in uh, a, a, an animal from the street, I would agree, because the level of commitment is similar. Uh, with a child, you mind the child, you teach the child, you feed the child, and then the child grows, and, and then there's a different reality. With an adult, that adult, uh, ideally, would find a better place in society. I'm not talking about uh, people that can't afford uh, to pay a home. I'm not entirely sure of the Irish reality, but I'd say in Europe, for the most uh, part, if you are homeless, that may be a choice. When, when I say Europe, I say the European Union. Uh, the level of support that there is for food, for, for shelter, 
and in general for opportunities for people that don't have uh, education or, or, or anything, the amount of support that that is, uh, for the most part, those people uh, are in the street because they want to. Because if they're not in the street, if, if, if they're given a house for 10 or 15 euro per month, or if they're given a, a, a training to start a new career in something else, they would have to commit to something. And a lot of these people don't have uh, the mental stability because of diverse issues. You know, everybody has their own story, but they, they don't feel well complying with a normal uh, life, what we would consider a normal life in society. So when you take in those people, you can even take them into your place permanently, feed them, help them find a job and all of that. And you know what? Probably a lot of those people that live in the streets have been given this by their own families. And in the end, they just chose to not be a part of the society. And that, that could be drugs, that could be something else, but it, it often is their own option. So us comparing animals to somebody that specifically did not comply with society's rules uh, is unfair. Because yes, uh, we, we feel less close to society than we do to animals because we look away. That is a fact. But at the same time, the, the, the complexity of fixing somebody's life is much greater because that person has needs that an animal does not. And that person has issues that we can't fix uh, just with our goodwill. Those people very often need uh, the support of their family. Uh, they often need uh, psychological support. They probably need more than just uh, a job. They need to feel fulfilled with that job. And th this, is, that, this is quite a... Uh, this is quite a project, and uh, with a dog, you just have to walk him at 3 a.m., and that's 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 not too bad. So that that that's why I feel uh, it is a pity that we don't do much more than we do to help people. But at the same time, um, I think the governments, the the local authorities. NGOs, even psychologists, um, all sorts of like the, there are degrees of social care. You know, like there, the, every city hall, sometimes every parish has a house in which they host people, and sometimes they just uh, they just give them a shelter, really. So it, it is more complex than just um, feeding a dog. I think it's it's a very good point to uh, look at how we have two different uh, views, and you know we have two different standards for people and animals. Uh, I think that that's that was the main point of Pustiga uh, bringing this topic up to the this podcast because and and, and very well so because I, it made me think, I never thought about it, how we have two different views for you know, people and animals when what we are talking about here is actual people, human beings. 
um, with who you, we should probably be more um, uh, compassionate with. Yeah, I mean, I think Romeo touched on a very good point, which is the complexity of helping a person versus the complexity of helping an animal. <clears throat> so, I mean, that is so hard to digest. It's so unpalatable for the average person that it is probably, I would argue, it is probably the biggest argument to explain why that happens. I think the second step after that is... If, if there's something, there is something that needs to be done because it is a human life, right? And how come we were not at the second step? And, and I think the second step would be helpful to understand. Mine is, if it was, if it was any of you during the call that would suddenly have that situation, I wouldn't think twice of helping you in any way, even if it's just sheltering for one night. Like, I wouldn't think I need to fix Joanna's life. I need to fix Romeo's life. It wouldn't be, I mean, potentially, yes, because, you know, know each other, but that wouldn't strike me as an obstacle. So what is the difference between you and a homeless person? Well, there's a history that we have, like the relationship we had, right? So that is the difference that justifies our, our behavior uh, not being the same. So I think what, where we want to be as a society in the long haul is a place where there's not so much of a difference between me helping you and helping someone else based off only on, to be fair, contextual um, um, reasons, because we were born in, or studied or were in the same place at the same time and our personalities gave in. Well, that could happen with a homeless person. We, if we give it enough context, if we give it enough time, we could be there as well. And that comes a sense of community and so on. So I think, um, it is for me, and, and it's, it's, it's really just to reflect my personal view on it is, I tend to, in those cases, bring up this complexity that you just described, almost as a scapegoat. So I'll think, oh my God, no, it might have diseases. It's, they chose to be there. And a lot of the cases is true. Uh, someone else needs to deal with this. There are charities that can do that. The government can do that. This, I'll be very, very on point on bringing those arguments to justify my reaction every day when I pass through a homeless person. But when it's an animal, suddenly there, there, oh, there are no other charities. Oh, animals are being so mistreated. And, you know, I should do something about it. There's, there's a call to action. I can't just stand still and not do anything. Well, well, I mean, we're talking about two quite different things in, its, in their nature. So I get that's where I'm at. And that's what I wanted to bring with you. I don't want, I think we touched on very interesting points. Um, I don't know if you guys have any last thoughts, but just not to, because I know this can get um, quite long because we're touching on the solution part. And I think that's, that's the very, very tricky part. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm only thinking about this now. Um, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, we, we, when we think about this, we think about, you know, providing significant uh, life changes uh, to that person's life. But sometimes it's only a matter of, you know, giving it a place to, giving the person a place to sleep for a night. Uh, and as you said, if, 
you know, more people, if the community uh, was able to do that, maybe that person wouldn't sleep on the streets for 30 days a month and maybe, you know, less days or nights. Um, so yeah, I still I still think that it's easier with an animal because of the points that we've already touched. But also because, and that's an important one to me, I think an animal is more uh, helpless because it can't, you know, an animal can't speak, an animal can't uh, ask for help. An animal, it's you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, vict a victim of violence on the streets from people. People kick them and people do a lot of horrible things to them sometimes. Um, so I think the difference between a, a, an animal and a, a human to me lies on, on, on that. Um, but I totally understand your point. And I do think that we, I mean, if we could uh, not have those uh, double standards uh, would be great. One, one yeah, added I, note, Romeo, just before you come yeah, yeah, in. Um, for all of that you described that could happen to an animal can happen to a person. Both the level of helplessness and the things that have happened and their ability to fight their way through, unfortunately. Right? They, they, you could be in such a state, like right now, if you compare ourselves, like we are in the mental state that we can think beyond our basic needs and think of a podcast and have interesting conversations. When you don't have your, you know, Maslow pyramid needs met, that it's so hard to think beyond anything other than maybe your addiction and the need to eat or, or something. And if you have traumas and so on, so it, it could be that bad. But yeah, by all means. Yeah, no, I, I was going to uh, to go that way as well. Um, in general, I would say it's 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 a good reminder. This conversation that we're having is a good reminder that we can do something. Uh, it's a good reminder not to look away. Um, I remember coming to to Czechia. I remember thinking, okay, this is a great opportunity for me to to give back to society somehow, uh, either being it. Uh, uh, a home uh, for for elder for the elderly or uh, homeless people or whatever it is, um, I'll give back. I'll give some of my time. I still believe that in Europe, uh, people will have enough food to eat. Uh, charities are are doing that. Um, uh, back in Porto, just a few months ago, I wanted to be a part of a charity that gives food. Uh, to people. I had a few pr uh, people, a few friends uh, working that same charity and I almost joined this uh, but uh, I realized that there were way too many people for the number of homeless people that were uh, in need of help. Sometimes some charities are even competing to feed people. So and this is uh, besides the support that the city hall already gave them. Um, but the help is not just giving shelter, it's not just giving food. Sometimes the help is what I was saying that my friend uh, is doing, which is he goes around and has a chat with them. 
and I think that's that's the that's the point that I've been uh, forgetting uh, because, as you just said, Pratika, the 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 hierarchy, the 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 pyramid of of needs is something very complex. Uh, but I think that in pair with eating and and uh, and having a shelter, which sometimes they even already have if they want. Uh, is uh, that sense of community, having somebody that, that they can talk to. And, uh, and in that sense, uh, I may be failing because I'm not giving back in that, in that way. I'm not going, I'm not giving them um, a smile or I'm not spending, you know, two or three minutes or five minutes with them, keeping them company or having a, a, a conversation. And that goes a long way. So no, the, the, the bringing the animals home and, and giving them shelter and all of that, that that's, that's a possibility, that's kind. Uh, and people do feel the need to help somehow. But I think the way that we can help people that are in a difficult situation or that, that did not uh, abide by the rules of society or do not uh, find their place in a day-to-day -day life, uh, they, they still need something. Uh, even if they have a shelter, or even sometimes more than a shelter, they they may need a hug. Really, they may need a chat. They 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 may need to feel uh, like um, they're not isolated. So there are many ways to help. So I, I'm 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 actually happy that uh, you brought the, the, the conversation. By what? helping, I, I'm sure you can also help uh, with money. I mean, helping those institutions who uh, care for those people with money, without or, having or giving them direct, directly money, a direct yeah. interaction with homeless people. You know, uh, there's always ways of helping somehow. I think any change in behavior needs to start with awareness, and I think this is this is what happened. The fact that we're talking about it, it's what can it bring and. I think Romeo ended on a good note, which is to say, if when you attack the complexity of it as a whole, you can't do anything. It's too much. But if you say the next time you see somebody, you say, how have you been? And that's it. Suddenly it becomes so, I'm not going to say easy, but so simple that you can actually do this. And if you just multiply by 10 people asking them how they are and making them feel heard or cared for or saying thank you, uh, then that's probably how the whole snowball effect could eventually lead to a better place. And yeah, I think this is this is a good place to to leave it. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for the conversation. Yeah.